can't let haters get to you. But you can get to the haters. It's weird how that works, huh? And heard the recipe and told me she would post it on a feed for me. That was a week ago, not a peak. I'm used to it, cause in my face they say they fuck with me. But really they don't fuck with me. They tell me how I'm killing, or how they proud of me. But never heard a whole CD. Yeah, let it play along. Hold on. Let it play. I guess I'll make this free. I know they download music, they post videos and sing to it. It's that family. So don't remind me. Feel like the black sheep. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Felt like the black sheep. What's going on, beautiful people? My name's Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. I had a, a shitty comment get to me. And it <clears throat> it's not a shitty comment. It's a comment that came out of out of just hate, really, with no context. Um, picking things apart. And I got I got irritated, y'all. Like, I'm 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 not doing well. Mentally, I've been in in a deep dark spot. I'm I'm in the middle of a lawsuit. I'm dealing with things on you know on the business end, and it's a lot to process and a lot of reflection. Um, always when when I get into uh, music making mode, I I like to reflect. I draw inspiration from life. I draw inspiration from the things that I've done. When I see someone say in their first sentence to me about my music that I have no substance. Shit. My bad. I've been taking excuse me, probiotics and I've been burping. I don't burp often, but I've been taking uh, 10 billion probiotics. I'm not going to shout out the brand, but I'm trying to get my gut biome right. Excuse me, I've been burping. It's kind of nice to burp because I don't burp. So I know it's weird. My bad. TMI or whatever, yo. But um, to say that I don't have any substance in my music, I know for a fact you ain't listen. To say that I don't have any battle rap tendencies or, or, or I don't come off as a battle. Are you kidding me? My words made a blind man see. That's where the poppy. Everybody knows my grandfather's blind. Like, like them type of metaphors and bars like that. Like, that was funny. Like, And then I caught myself, right? Let me stop before I start doing the gangs. I know what I'm going to do is I'm going to defend every single thing they said. That wasn't even, it wasn't bad. I don't care. Like, I, I know it ain't true. Like, if you could really, really say that I have no substance in my music and you could prove it to me, then fine. But for you to say that I don't have any substance, I'm not doing any justice to the Bronx, uh, that I'm, that I have good background music to set a mood. Do you understand how hard it is to set a fucking mood? That was your diss to me that my music ain't good. It has no substance, but it could set a mood. That's what I do. If y'all don't know my music, that's literally what I do. I give you a feeling. I give you a vibe. I give you a moment. That's what I've always said I do. I never said I was no great messiah for the Bronx or none of that. None of that. And I find that funny, too, because now in my age, I've lived longer in Las Vegas than I did in New York. New York City to me is home forever and always. I love New York. I am from the Bronx. I love the Bronx, the people, the everything. But Las Vegas is my home. And I love Vegas. Vegas is fucking dope. Like, this is a city that continues to grow and change all the time. And it's interesting and it's fun to be in. And it has its problems just like anywhere else. And we got ghettos here, too. And, and we got hard times here, too. And 
It ain't New York, but you know what? New York ain't Las Vegas. I've been doing music for 16 years. Bro, Jesus Christ. It's a long time. I've written a lot of songs for a lot of people. My career went up. My career went down. I got to points in my in my music career where I wasn't happy with who I was. I walked away from a lot of things. I <clears throat> I didn't enter the the realm of like fame and never coming back from it. Like I, that that was I, I teetered. I got close and it scared the shit out of me. I would have killed myself. I would fucking kill. I would have been dead a long time ago. I know I would have. We would just watch the Whitney. Doc, that's on Hulu. You know how hard it was to watch that to see such a beautiful person that just ruining entire lives behind drugs. That shit hurts. But that would have happened to me. I would have killed myself. I would have killed myself. I was two hundred and forty-five pounds, and nobody told me. Every fucking night we had a show. We was all over the fucking place. We was hot shit out. We never stopped. But nobody was telling me that my weight was out of control. I saw a picture of myself and I was like, who the fuck is that? They're like, that's you. That was the first time I quit. I was like, I'm over this shit. If you listen to my first albums, all I talked about was selling drugs and just proving my bars. You know what I mean? Mad metaphors and just shit that went completely over your head. It was dope, right? And as I started making money, you hear me talk about things about um, just uh, extravagance and just bullshit bling rap. What Gilly would call bling rap. But I mean, that's what we, I was doing this shit, so it made sense at the time. Like, I could not talk about selling drugs anymore if I wasn't. And what was the point? Like, what's, that's, there's no growth in that. So if you come into my music career and you just discover my music after nightmares, because that's when I, you know, picked everything back up again, you're not gonna get the whole story of who Kasabian is. You're just gonna hear Kasabian from nightmares, and nightmares, honestly, it's it's not all rap. There's a lot of shit going on in that album, and for the comment substance to be just, like, placed in there, for that even to be a fucking idea, you would have to say that I'm a just empty rapper. Like, I'm not rapping about nothing, but that's not the case at all. Fuck, the title track, Nightmare, the idea is tell lies to me. Tell me everything I want to hear. Tell me your nightmares. I want to know your real fears. Tell me your nightmares. Bro, dissect it. Then talk to me. If somebody tells you their fears, this is how I look at it, right? Because we all lie to each other when we first meet each other. We try to do things to impress each other. So when I was writing the song, I was like, okay, I want you to tell me your fears, your nightmares, right? Because I say to me, success and things that work is a nightmare to me because... I'm almost always worried I'm going to lose it all, right? Like, I have this real bad anxiety, and I you might want to call it paranoia at some points. But yeah, like, this shit is a nightmare to me. We write music, write music, write music, write music, and then you put it out, and it doesn't hit, or whatever the case is, and, and it hurts. It's a self-mutilation. It's, it's masochism at its fucking best doing this shit, right? But I like it, me using the term nightmare and it's paying homage to an old graph writer, Mayor 89. Look him up. And because he went by nightmare, N-I-T-E-M-A-R-E, Mayor, M-A-R-E 89. 
dope as fuck, right? I love the way he spelled nightmare. I was like, yo, when I spell nightmare, that's how I want to spell it, nightmare, right? So I did the whole no sleep thing. Started when I started working on nightmares three. Well, no sleep three nightmares. The idea was to not be like all my other albums. So I'm proud of that album because it it, it was different. It was music that I had fun making. I was in a great space mentally to make it. And I think the product speaks for itself and it speaks for a very good moment in time. And the music on there is pretty timeless. I don't, I'm drinking a rock star and it's fucking delicious. I don't want to justify myself. It's not even justifying in in best case scenario, you can say I'm a complete failure in music. The, the most disrespectful thing anyone could ever do to me is not listen to my music, right? So if you say that you took the time to listen to all my music to give me this critique, thank you. No matter what you say, mission accomplished. Because my music is nothing without your ears listening to it. So if you hate it, but you listen to all of it, my job was still done because I get paid for that. It's my job. So I thank you And You can't let haters get to you The thing that really bothered me about it the most Was the, the whole Bronx reference he Kept on saying like I like I was like I don't know like I don't even got a Bronx flag on me like that Like I'm not oh my god I gotta get the Bronx back on the map Like what are you talking about And the idea that it, I'm Supposedly claiming that and saying that uh, they're the mainstream music in the Bronx hasn't been tapped in years. And I'm definitely not the one to bring it back. Well, what the fuck are you talking about? Cardi B's from the Bronx. French Montana's from the Bronx. Max B. J.R. Ryder. Shit, even Jim Jones. I don't know. Sometimes he's from the Bronx. A Boogie. What the fuck are you talking about? Let's not forget Don Q, the whole high bridge, Remy Ma, Fat Joe. Bro, these people are still active in music. If we could take it back all the way to Joe and come all the way full circle now to Cardi, A Boogie, the high bridge crew. And you telling me the Bronx ain't been tapped in? Yo, you fucking stupid, man. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, you thought you had something going for you, but you look like a jackass. And you disrespected people that really had nothing to do with your stupid ass comment. For you to say that all I talk about is myself is, uh, yeah. Who the fuck else am I supposed to talk about, you fucking idiot? Like, what am I going to walk around and write about you? Stop it. Stop it. Yes, I talk about myself. I'm a fucking narcissist. I'm the rose gold god. I am on my dick. I don't give a fuck what you think, you heard? Shout out to the Bronx, but I never said I wanted to put on the Bronx. The Bronx is good as been on. That's not my job. They're not going to tell you what's going on with Trump. But first, let's get into my boy El Chapo. It's not looking good. You know. Basically, they had informants all over the fucking place snitching on him. And it's a wrap. Yo, they found him guilty on every fucking charge. It's life in jail, prison, you know, here in America. Why the states took this on is ridiculous. But fuck it. There it goes. El Chapo got $16 billion confiscated from him. And I mean, that's what they got. Who knows what else is still out there. Shout out to the boy for that. And let that be a lesson to you side bitches. Man, they talk too much. They talk. You saw his side bitch sold him out quick. But his wife said, I don't know nothing. I don't know what he did. I didn't even know he had a job. We was barely living. That's a good woman. 
That's a good fucking woman. Kamala Harris said that she was smoking weed in college listening to Tupac and Snoop. Well, a bitch must have had a teleportation machine because she graduated in 86. And we know that Snoop and Pac weren't together until the 90s. So, keep it up, lady. You're really crushing it for that 2020. We haven't really had any like uh, closure on the Je- Jesse Swalett case. And he popped up on the Good Morning America with an interview. Nothing came of it. Nothing came of it. Um, He knows how to turn on his, his ghetto, his sass. I find that to be extremely corny. That's very corny. Hell yeah, I was on Tinder and he, he, he snapping his neck and getting you know getting a real extra. And I just don't see what the case. What's the purpose? Like, what are you what are you doing? Why? That was weird to me. Um, I hope the story just gets crazier and crazier. But I I just hope he could stop with the bullshit and just get to it, man. Just spit it out, bro. You got way too much money not to know about Grubhub. Fucking Vons delivers, Smiths delivers. If you needed food that bad in the house, somebody could have brought it to you. You're a pretty big star. But whatever, right? What do I know? So, oh, Academics and 6 9 got a new song. I ain't heard it yet because Meek Mills was like, nah, fuck you, cancel. You know, Meek Mills went off on, on act because 6 9 snitched, but 6 9 was going to snitch. Why wouldn't he snitch? I found something funny this week. So, Guilford Godbury was on Sway in the Morning with Sway, and he started reading lyrics, and he said, nigga. Now, Guilford Godbury is, is he's the voice of Iago. He got that real loud-ass voice of his. He's Jewish. And I found it funny. Everybody was offended that he said, nigga, mind you, he was reading lyrics. So even though we say, oh, we're going to stop saying the, the N-word, the N-word, nigga, we're going to stop saying it, we still put it in music, right? And you know who's buying the music and who you're influencing with the music, yet and still, it's still being done. So the word nigga doesn't mean shit. It's just the word that's used in music because it's it's nothing anymore. And it wasn't a negative. It's become a negative thing because when I grew up, it wasn't negative by no means. That hard ER is a whole different story. Whole different story. Guilford Godfrey was reading the lyrics, said it, and Sway was offended. I was offended at Sway being offended because this is an issue that I have with a lot of people. With with many. If you're the one that's complaining about a certain thing, you feel like you're the biggest one that's getting cheated or robbed, right? In this instance, when it comes to race and and violence and and and, and the worst type of of it's so hard to even say this shit right because it just it needs to be understood, like. We've had race issues, we've had slavery issues, we've had these segregational issues, we've had massive takeovers, we've had dictators, we've had genocides, full-on genocides. We even have a fucking peace war that's 2,000 years old and is still going on between two fucking religions, okay? There's no race that's safe from this. This has spread so far and things have moved and we forget 
that other people were involved in things that were not so good for them, their people, or anything of the sort. When I hear Sway get offended at Guilford, instead of Sway, Sway just sees him and goes, he's white. See, he's not white, he's Jewish. So you're going to tell me black people were the only people that had to deal with what they dealt with? That the Jews didn't have their horrible time in history. Guilford Gabri said, we're the only race that when you say what we are, it's offensive. He was like, if there's a Puerto Rican there, you go, oh, look, a Puerto Rican, but nobody would say anything. But if you see a Jew, it's automatically considered negative. Let that sink in. See, and that's the problem that we have, that our leaders act so ignorant that they just they they give the perception that blacks are the only ones that have ever had to deal with anything in life anything anything when it came to struggling when it came to being held back by the system it's only the blacks in america that's it whatever happened with the jewish no one cares whatever happened with the irish no one cares whatever happened with the spaniard no one cares you're not the only ones but you're the loudest ones. So you need to give out full facts so that we can have a real view of what's going on. It's the same thing that they do with everything. When it's a TV show, it's an all black cast. So fucking what? I grew up watching all black TV. I'm 32. That shit ain't new. But you give the perception that is new, that has never been done or that it can't be done. Says who? Says who? There's kids that hear these things and just because of the tone you give them and just because of the fucking way that you present it, you make it seem as if it's never been done. But that's not the fucking case. That is not the fucking case. I I bet you Jamie Foxx has had more accomplishments and more things in his career than probably a a majority of, of white or black. I'm, I'm not, I don't give a fuck who you are, or what you are, but, but Jamie Foxx in his entire career, he, he can blow out anybody in the last 10 to 20 years. Easy, easy. Had a TV show, wrote the show, stand-up comedy, stand-up comedy specials, director, producer, actor, singer, he got he got an R&B album with a fucking smash shit. I believe it went platinum. That man is a genius. And I don't give a fuck what color or what anything. Like, that's got nothing to do with it. But to see how shocked Sway was that Gilbert said that. And then when Gilbert was like, dog, we went through it too. Sway was like, oh, shit, I didn't even look at it like that. You see how you blind yourself with anger and fury without. And you weren't like this. A lot of people weren't. But just because you think he's white when he's not, you assume he had his sweet. Not so. Our leaders do that shit and they project these these false views and create these false narratives like Mike Muse who's on the show. He's the political talker, and that's all he does is talk. He dances a lot. It's beyond dancing because 
to say just dancing. He dances and then switches up the whole dance. Like if we doing side to side, he gonna switch it up and do country on you. That's how good he is at what he does. And he tells you how to feel. That's why I hate telling you how to feel. I, I'm just, I don't want to tell you how I feel. If I say you should feel this way, take that as me just expressing myself. As, uh, you, just, I don't, I don't give a fuck how you feel. That's on you. I just want to put it in your brain so you can think about it, talk about it, and, and let it sit. To think that there's no wall at the border is stupid as fuck. There's been walls, there's been some type of barriers, nothing great, nothing amazing. Bush passed a huge law, there was a budget for it. Obama passed the same thing, kept it pushing, and back in the 90s, they were fighting for the same shit. This isn't new. Donald Trump has only been in office for two years. So, when he said, when Donald Trump at his rally said, finish the wall, the funny thing is, it's been had to be finished, and that was a horrible sentence. Fuck, what a horrible sentence. That wall is quarterways done in certain places and it runs into certain shit i mean it's there it does work where it's at but it's not completely done so somebody called into the show and said is it true that in 2006 there was a budget for the wall i didn't fact check it because you know i don't do that but y'all can fact check it so in 2006 according to this lady there was an 80 billion dollar budget for the wall trump is only asking for five billion but it, it won't change things it's such a small amount of money, it doesn't change much in the budget. I think at all. When the lady said in 2006 they had that vote, he goes, mm, during Obama, you know, there was something there, but it wasn't to this extreme. or Some, some shit he fucking, bro, 2006, Bush was in office, not Obama. So I know for a fact his ass wanted to dance that one out because he could have just fact-checked it real quick. But nah, he just danced it out and then got to the next call. Boom, somebody called and said they work at the border. They were explaining to them why we got to protect the border. It'd be a lot easier. It'd be easier to process. My thing is, I, I don't really care for the protection of the border in that manner. I think we could figure that out with this wall. I think it'll help. But we need to fix is the system of how people are uh, brought to the country how the court hearings are heard and things of that nature. Like, I think that needs to be completely overhauled and quick. So we can hurry the fuck up and stop talking about the wall and get on that. Great. But when Sway and them said, well, how come they don't defend the, the North border between us and Canada? Well, I mean, that's, that shit was said a long, long time ago. The fucking Canadian wilderness will kill you. It's not that easy for you to get through here through that Canadian border. Are you kidding me? You up in the mountains. You got li mountain lions, fucking wolves, coyotes, fucking birds that'll pick your ass apart. You ain't going to make it through that through that way. It's just not a thing. Uh, it, it is easy to get in the country. We all know that. My thing is, if you're going to yell at the top of the rooftops that Trump ain't shit and this wall ain't never going to be built, at least know that there's a wall there. So when he says finish building the wall, he ain't lying, dummy. You just don't know shit. Like you say that you're a political whatever the fuck you are, but all you do is just you're ready for the flavor of the moment. And that shit's corny to me because I don't care for the flavor of the fucking moment. I care for what the fuck is true so people understand what's going on. So when you spew all this shit, because for the past fucking two years, all I've heard on that goddamn show is that Trump was colluding, Trump was colluding, Trump was colluding. And we just found out this week, no evidence of collusion. And when that shit gets brought to you, you say, well, it's because it's not crime. Shut the fuck up, bro. 
We have a fucking case that was literally built off of a, 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 a op-ed expose that wasn't even real, wasn't even fact-checked. Do you understand that somebody wrote all these things and then took it to the highest fucking court in the American fucking justice system to get a warrant to fucking spy on our president? Some fake shit that wasn't even true that was paid for by Hillary Clinton. When you sit on that radio station and you tell people that we're investigating it because it is dossier, a dossier that was written as oppositional work for Hillary Clinton and then turned into basically a, a, a report as into, look, he's colluding with Russians. You're fucking sick. They said they had prostitutes pissing on a bed and all this shit. You can look it up. It's fake. There's no facts behind it. The FBI had to say that more than one time. There's no facts that really support any of these things. So they took a fake report. When you take those reports to that fucking, to that, uh, fuck, what the fuck's the name of that court? Why am I drawing a blank right now? I'm trying to uh, complete. You see, I'm not a political scientist by no means. So I don't talk to flavors. But when you get up there to that court to get that, the Pfizer, the Pfizer court, when you go to the Pfizer court, you have to have facts. There has to be substantial evidence, not just written hearsay. You basically got he say, she say shit to the top, top, top chain, top fucking chain. To spy on our president for colluding with the Russians to win the election. Two years of our money gone. Two years of our money gone. Two years of lies. How are you going to walk this back? And don't tell me that it wasn't what it was. Because there's tons of fucking footage and audio recordings of you fucking idiots yelling about this fucking collusion. And it's not true. Now we're not talking about it. Here's another one. Trump signed a deal and he called it fucking national fucking secure, uh, uh, national emergency on that border wall, which he can do. And the Republicans are finally standing up with him. It's about fucking time. You got to remember the Republicans actually had the house for two years, so they could have done a ton of shit, but they didn't get shit done because they weren't prepared. You see, some of them were believing the lies. That's why I'm not a Republican. I don't see myself as a Republican. And it's hard when you see me and I say I'm a conservative because I am a conservative. I have a, a lot of conservative views and I see things different. Like I, I don't like the titles, but yeah, I'm a conservative. I don't fit the stereotype. And it's time to change that shit. Because when I hear a Mike Muse talk, he almost speaks in disgust when he talks about, excuse me, conservatives. What is this racism and bigotry? That's not even a thing. You're just using old rhetoric. And for somebody that's new in the game, you should at least keep up with things the right way. Being wrong is not bad. When the fuck did that become a thing? Sometimes you got to say, you know what? We fucked up. All right. The dude did not do what we thought he did. Let's just move on. But no, y'all put yourself in a position where now you got to ride this wave and you know for a fucking fact you ended up in the wall right now. Like, you're fucked. Y'all going to sink. This shit ain't going nowhere. What's the next thing? Y'all got your money on Kamala Harris? Good luck. Good luck. If the wall is going to take $12 billion to complete... 12 billion was was I think it's like a rough estimate and they took the money from El Chapo 16 billion Did I say 12 billion and millions billion and they took 16 from El Chapo shit Ted Cruz he a cold motherfucker he said you know what uh we'll take care of that with uh, El Chapo's money we'll just name the wall after him and we'll use his money 
This isn't going to affect your money. If anything, it'll help in the country. Helping. Look at me. I'm talking like a fucking, just a complete idiot today. It will help the country and, and help us move forward with immigration the right way. Because there's a lot of people that are actually being affected by this. Real people that are being affected by this. Like, you know, with 21 Savage going through everything he's going through, you would think that maybe more compassion would really be brought to the table instead of just the nastiness that they keep throwing at Donald Trump. Like, you got to understand, you guys, they want you to hate this image of a person that doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. Donald Trump's a stand-up dude. You can hate him all you want, but this, every time you see something or you do something, he's proving him wrong. So now it's not collusion. Now what's next? How you going to kick him out of office? How you going to impeach him? What you going to do now? The fuck you going to do now? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And stop and, and really look at what's really going on around you. That's that's what I encourage. Just look. We were divided as a country over the fucking NFL, over a fucking game. We were divided. People got to pay for what they've done. Like, there needs to be repercussions for this type of shit. We can't just be like, all right, so Kaepernick kneeling is not even a thing. We're just going to act like nothing happened and be friends again. Like, there was people, bro, people hating other people, causing bodily harm to other people, and we allowed it. There should be repercussions for that. People should lose their platforms. People should not be able to speak and spew these types of things. Because we're going on a two-year campaign of shit. I ask every time, what what has Black Lives Matter done? What has Kaepernick done? What has he done? I don't see anything. I don't hear any new laws. I don't hear any new reforms. Talking doesn't do shit. Put that money to work. Get lobbyists together. Go to Congress. Find you a fucking senator or governor that's going to write a fucking law in and pass a fucking bill to help these fucking people out. I was talking to somebody about their brother that or their sister that was actually a cop in L.A. Went completely crazy. Now she's homeless on the street and does drugs. The sister says she's happier now being homeless on the street because of all the crazy shit that she saw as a police officer. I scream for police officers to speak to fucking psychiatrists constantly. They need that. You can't keep yelling that we have a problem. It's time that we talk solutions. We need solutions. You see, when you speak to somebody else that went through oppression, when you speak to another race that was enslaved, when you speak to another culture that understands what it's like not to be on the up and up. Doesn't that make you want to just stop and go, wait, maybe I should learn more about this. The Jewish were thrown inside of ovens and cooked. They put black people on ships, had them bent over and chained to a fucking wall. How do you want better when something happened? Because when they thought their slaves weren't shit, when they broke something or they got sick, you want to know where they went if they didn't kill them? Puerto Rico. We're like the fucking land of misfit fucking toys, boy. Spaniards, Indians, Daneo Indians to be exact, and Africans. And it made my beautiful people. 
We have colored eyes. Germans came down there. Do you not see what's going on in this fucking world? We've all had problems. To be so stupid to think that you're the only one that has gone through something is ridiculous. We're too grown for that. Other races have gone through things. The same way people can say that white people are doing good, I can show you a white person that isn't doing good. The same way some people... uh, Shit, I know a lot of rich black people. I think I know more rich black people than, than rich white people. In all honesty. That's a beautiful thing. When I was growing up, that wasn't even a conversation. The only time you saw a black person with money was when they worked in the white part of town. They didn't talk like us. They spoke very clear and they were they were different. They moved different. They moved different. It's a beautiful thing when you see black millionaires. It's a beautiful thing when you see Hispanic millionaires. And when you see Jewish millionaires, you can't get mad at who started things first. You go, oh, the Jewish own everything. I wonder why they were there. They were there first. When you hear Whitney Houston's story, she had cousins, aunts, this, that, and the third that were already in music that gave her that way in. You can't get mad at timing. You just got to accept it and then do what you do. That's the problem, that we insist on looking back at when shit was completely at its worst, and we want to compare ourselves to people that went through the same shit just before us. Did you know after World War I, we stopped immigration? Because all the people that were here, we had to assimilate them. And yet, assimile is a thing that needs to be done. I can't say, not needs, but goddamn, if you're going to be in the United States, at least fucking act American. There's a reason everybody's running here, because I've never heard of the Chinese dream. The American dream is something that's known around the fucking world. This country has created more wealth for the entire globe than anywhere else. There's still people flocking here. You shouldn't trust, and I'm going to tell you straight up, anybody that trusts a leader that tells you that this place is fucked up, why are you listening to anybody that says that? How is it? People are risking their fucking lives to be here for you to tell me this place is fucked up. You crazy. The American dream is strong. Strong. The wall. There's over 600 miles of of a wall already built. And actually, Trump has actually been working on it, fixing it, upgrading it since he's been in office. And they're growing it. They're growing it. They're going to finish the wall. Once the fucking wall is done and we get the shit down and done, we can really work on a reform. And DACA isn't necessarily a bad thing. I just don't think it's a good thing. I don't think it was done right. There's a lot of political things involved in this shit. So when I heard Rush Limbaugh say when they become you know citizens, they shouldn't be able to vote for five years. I, I kind of agree because I, I want to stall out on them being able to vote because I don't think they understand the system. No matter what happens, once you get your papers, I think there should be some type of a class that they take so that they learn what's really going on. You got to. You can't continue to lie and think that shit's going to change. Like, I think we obviously see that the Democrats aren't doing shit for the minorities. The country's moving up and up and up economically because of the things that Donald Trump has done, the laws, the trade deals that he's been able to broker, the tax cuts. He's put more money into people's pockets than ever, more than ever. And they want to keep taxing us. And he's giving you more money back. 
If you don't understand how taxes work, we can have that talk. If you keep, here's a good explanation. Everybody goes, oh, I'm making less on my tax return this year. True, as you should. Why? Well, when there's tax cuts, that means you keep more of your money. So, for example, you might get an extra 40 bucks a week, right, if you get paid weekly. Now, at first, you don't see that. But let's say you get paid 50 checks. Let's do some math, kids. Check it out. So 40 doesn't look like nothing. But 40 times 50 checks is $2,000. That's $2,000 more that you're taking home. That's $2,000 more that you're spending. You don't see that at the end of the year in your refund. You've actually been using it. You see, because all the money you get back from your refund, that's just the money the government's been holding and using and not giving you any interest on. So you want to keep more in your pocket. It's that simple. Don't be offended. Be happy. I remember the first time I had to pay taxes. I was like, wow, I finally did it. I can pay taxes. Like I didn't receive anything. It's been like that for a while. It's, it's a crazy feeling. It really is. And hopefully everybody gets to enjoy that. I was going to talk about Shaq West and uh, Justine Sky, but I'll save that for everybody else. Um, it's been a long week. Shit. It's been a long week. I like doing this, guys. This shit is therapy. Because even though I said I wasn't going to talk about that fucking comment, I, I ended up spending half the show talking about that fucking comment. I was just in, in really sway, man. He disappoints me when he does shit like that. Like, there's been oppression in other races and other, and other time periods. The world isn't pretty. It's fucking nasty. It's nasty. And we're getting better. I mean, we're getting better. I hope. From the corniest, no substance rapper, um, washed up, wannabe rapper, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I'm out, living the moment. My bad, y'all. It's like fucking lint floating and I'm like losing my shit it's raining I don't know if you can hear it but I'm in my studio today and I have really high bolted ceilings but the rain like echoes off the top of my shit so it's the fucking I have like metal awning pieces for decoration I, I OD on my shit I'm actually thinking no I'm not thinking I'm gonna build my new studio with the up house as the as the like the house like I'm gonna build the up house and that's gonna be my studio in my backyard it's gonna be huge like uh, 1500 square feet 2000 square feet make it like a nice little meditation spot studio I'm gonna have all the balloons on the outside however many that was I'm gonna do it that's my that's my next studio probably my last studio too that'll be the last one I build and this should be my last move but hey, I'm just a rapper that doesn't represent the Bronx, and I make great background music. Living the moment. Why?